to full energy From bed right here cause they're my enemies Subscribe and like, rate and review Look on top of the day, couple guests too We're gonna win the trophy, we're overdue Now we do the double, make it deja vu It's a move, London ting, girl, but it's only on the wing Harry's one of our own nine and in It's only got money, but let's see the king And we got Delhi Ali that's talking We're the show side, we're the show side We're the show side, what we sing We're the show side, we're the show side Now it's a new London thing Yo, 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 it's the Shelf Side Podcast, episode 78, and what a great year that was. Welcome, 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 Mr. Lero, into the studio once again. I'm not going to call you a guest, you're a part of the furniture, so welcome. How you doing, bro? Yeah, man, I'm good, thank you, thank you for inviting me. Um, Yeah, I'm good, man, just been really busy, uh, just with life, but yeah, all good, and you? Yeah, that's how we do. That's how we do. We've got to crack on. We've got to do the family. We've got to do the work. We've got to earn the paper. As I say on numerous occasions now, that this doesn't pay us. Not yet anyway. We need you guys to help us with that. But in the meantime, we keep it moving. Cobner's absent again. Can I just say he's absent again? Like, he better have a good excuse this time. I'll let him speak for himself when he returns. But yeah, he's absent again. So he's left you with the unenviable task of telling me where Zelenopol is. Um, it's in the States, but where in the States? Do you know? Mate, I haven't got the foggiest. And neither do I. It's PA, and I'm not sure if that's Philly or Pennsylvania. But shout out to you guys. You're the only new city this week. Thank you for joining. We love new cities and we love people joining the pod. So share the pod, enjoy the pod. And yeah, let's keep it moving, bro. We've got a lot to talk about, even though it's um international break. Um, we're still under, um, defeated under Conte, by the way. So that's good news as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The new man in to. charge. Yep. Drilling the troops. I feel sorry for the ones that have remained. I've seen some of the photos and they look like he is going in on them. Um, he has a way. He has a way of managing his players and usually to great dividends, um, as we've seen. He's a title winner, we know this, and he's improved players. But I was going to ask you, though, bro, what, what are you thinking in terms of, obviously, January's coming up and Conte's in now. He's got this little... Pre-season, really, with some of the players that are there. Not all of the players. But what's more important, do you think? Um, Conte improving players or us buying players in January? Um, you know what? I think it's most important, you know. Uh, no, I think they, I've got to split that question because... I don't How did think, I know you were going to split yeah, the question? No, it can't be either or... or, or <laughs> Yeah, either it's got to be look, the players have got to improve. Like there's no excuses. You've got the training ground, you've got the stadium, now you've got the manager. And now this isn't any manager, this is the manager that's won things, is winning things, and has a proven track record and a way of doing things and a winning formula. And I know it's not uh, magic, but you know, they have to buy into the work, you know. They have to do the work. This is not a new, no, I don't believe in you or I feel I'm bigger than you. We know Spurs, you know, historically have this way of 
kind of if the manager's not big enough, they ha it ha they have this way of getting managers out or not playing for the manager. But for me, a lot of these players on their last chance saloon, age wise, you know, they're not going to get bigger clubs if they don't perform now at Spurs. So for me, you know, he's got the winning method. You have no choice but but to do the necessary. The stats speak highly that we don't work hard enough. We know what they did under Poch, and Poch obviously was a very strict person in, in regards to training and, you know, uh, profiling players. And I don't think Conte's come here to be a Mourinho or any of those other kind of managers. Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. He's not here to damage his reputation. He's here to do something at Spurs. You know, there's no two ways about it. He's not just taking the money to say, oh, oh let's just see what happens. Like, he wants to keep his name at the top. He wants to set the top of the game for a while. So definitely they have to buy into it. And anyone that doesn't, uh, buy a see you later. And equally to answer the other half of your question, because it was a two-part question that you, you you posed into one. No, it was an evil role. You created a two-part answer, <laughs> but it was an evil role. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I still don't believe that, as I said, he's not magic. So I do believe that we need some guys in January. And I mean, I'm not looking for him to set the world alight and get 10 players in in January, seven or six. If we can get two, two solid players, I'll be happy. So January is always a tricky time, right? January is a very tricky time to get real genuine quality in there. Now, what you can do in January, as we know, with the Bosman ruling, we can sign free transfers for a future date, i.e. the beginning of next season, but we can wrap them up from the 1st of January. So we may get those deals, or if Conte wants those players in strongly and badly enough, Levy may do a Levy and offer $15 million so the club gets something for that player who's inevitably going to join us in um, June anyway. Like Inter, ironically, did with Christian Eriksen yeah. in his last yeah. um, season with us. So that is possible. But I am a bit like you. you. You didn't really sell me on your belief of buy-in in January. Although I agree, he's not a miracle worker. Um, but maybe I'm a blind optimist. But I do believe there's... There's talent, raw potential, let me say, rather than talent, raw potential in the squad to work with. Now, Conte wanted Ndombele, right? Yeah. Or who I call Ndombele. He wanted him at Inter, or he was wanted at Inter. Now, we've seen what Conte can do with players. There's this age-old rumour or stereotype that Ndombele's overweight. Well, he's not overweight anymore, that's for sure. But, and is he unfit? I'm not sure if he is unfit because he recorded the most yards or metres in the game against Newcastle when he played in the 10 role. Yeah. And he's done that before in his time at Spurs as well. Yeah. I think with him, it's just the consistency and the consistency to play week in, week out. So that's probably another level of fitness that he needs to get to. And that's probably where you need him in the preseason, where you need those hard yards, which he hasn't had, but he has had the international break. So maybe during that time, Conte saying, you need to, I need eight out of 10s from you pretty much four out of five weeks yep. or four out of five games. Yeah. And he transformed Lukaku. And I'm not just saying Lukaku because they're both black. I'm saying Lukaku was somebody who was actually overweight at United. And he went to 
um, Inter and became one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. And was absolutely amazing for Inter. So unplayable, as they yeah. like to say. So I'm going to go ask you a slightly different question then. So obviously Dombele is the player that um, if we can get firing, if Conte can get firing, then we stand a better chance of improving. But yeah. off the cuff, give me another player that if Conte can get going, would really help the side. I mean, Bearing in mind it's 3-5-2 or 3-4-3 is going to play. I mean, there's a couple of easy ones. There's Harry Kane. There's Eric Dyer. There's... Uh, <laughs> if anyone can start that injured, I'll be surprised. But um, uh, who else is there? Do you know what? I'll be really interested to see what he does with Bergwijn. I think if he can get him playing, he, he gives us another dimension. And not that he's not playing because he works really hard. You know, he, he started as one of our best players, in, you know, for the season. But the, I think there's way more to his game. And I think if he can get him going, um, we're onto something special there. You stole the person I was going to choose because... Oh, wow. Yeah. Other than getting that cold start in Eric Dyer flipping going and yeah. going at 100 mile an hour is what we need him to go at. Um, just Berg win a header. Just win, a header. just win a header. <laughs> just a stand up six foot two header with another man. Just, you know, show me some ups, man. Yeah. Show me some ups. Definitely. The guy didn't even jump that high in his last lost header. But Bergwijn, between Bergwijn and Brian, I think there is star potential that could be unearthed. And we... Bergwijn has been there longer. We've seen some brilliance from Bergwijn, but I think he's much menangled. He's come under a lot of stick. Um, yeah, Conte may have to play him, depending on the formation he goes with. He may end up playing him as a wing-back, which he did with Ashley Young. I mean, converted Ashley Young. He's converted others to unnatural positions. But Bergwijn is full of running. Um, his defensive prowess might not be that great, but as you can see with Reguilón and Royale, who both have played really well, I think, um, of late, um, they're going forward more than they're defending. Yeah. But if we're playing a 3-4-3, three, three, then there's a position for Bergwijn there. Um, and it depends on the system, but I think if you can get a tune out of him, then there is there is a chance of a top top player there in the Premier League. We've seen moments, we've seen yeah. quite a few moments, but just not consistent. See in the last six months, six to yeah. um, six months to a year. Yeah. So so I make but you right there. Um, but he's definitely other than on. that. He's sorry, go on, bro. Come on, he's definitely come on. I mean, he came, he was you know a light, and then he obviously had some injuries, and he didn't look so good, and then. Uh, you know, he started coming back into it, and he's definitely looking at the the better end of it that he that he you know he did a couple of months ago or last season. So, yeah, I think I think the goal is is a kind of a noose around his neck at the minute, and he's snatching at chances. And as a striker, it happened with Vincent Janssen. I'm not comparing them, but as strikers or forwards, when you don't score and you can't score every other chance becomes harder. And he's not getting enough chances for one to hit him on the backside and go in. So well, he... That's what I was just going to allude to. You see, when you work hard and, you know, your fitness levels are, are up there, 
you'll find that you just run into the box and it hit you in the face because you're in the right place at the right time. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. go in. So for me, I think that's the edge that he's missing, you know, and then with the confidence after, you know, he, he does that, I think he'd be fine. I think he'll show, he'll actually start showing us stuff that we're like, okay, I didn't know you could do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's hope, fingers crossed. But you alluded to Dyer also. Yeah. Um, so if I can't choose Bergwijn, I'm going to have to choose a defender. And I'm going to take any one of, not Dyer, because I don't think there's any hope there, uh, Sanchez, Tanganga or Rodon. And we're playing three at the back. And apart from Romero right now, we don't really have another centre-back. And obviously there's Davies, but... We need probably to buy one and one other is going to play in that three. So yeah. one of those needs to really step up and one of those needs to improve concentration and understanding of that role and the ability to step forward with um, the ball and make it an extra number in midfield when required. So I'm not going to pick one, but just any one of those we need to improve. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I still say fitness, when there's more oxygen going to your brain, <clears throat> excuse me, when there's more oxygen going to your brain, you, you, you make better choices. Yeah, definitely, definitely, especially in the latter stages of a game yep. where we've come unstuck um, quite often. Yeah, it makes you know, sense. And you know I'm going to keep going on about fitness because I've said this in pod after pod after pod and I remember Kwabla saying to me, oh, so we haven't got the time. But quite clearly now, he's got two sessions going, you know. Yeah, um, two sessions a day. So there are, there are ways to make these players fitter, right? There was no way that we could continue. Any top manager would have continued with the fitness levels that we had. And I just knew, and I say it to myself all the time, you have to be fit to play football. You have to be fit to do what you want to do on a football pitch. And if you're not fit, then the game's not fun. Do you know what I mean? And you can't do what it is in your brain you want to do, you know? 100%. You can't press for a start. No. You can't even play ticky-tacky football because that involves movement. Yep. Right? You need to create the triangles. You need to get on the other side of the pass that you've given. You can't play quick, sharp one-twos. There's no sprinting. There's all jogging. You need to be fit. Man yep. City are a fit side. Barcelona yep. were a fit side yep. at their pomp. So fitness is key. The other stuff comes afterwards. But like you say... You need fitness in order to do that other stuff. So you're bang on there, bro. Definitely bang on. And speaking of which, <laughs> I've heard that Conte is doing those double sessions. But not only is he doing double sessions, it's actually getting dark when he was promised to bring the players in like after the double session. It's getting dark and they're coming in half an hour after they were due to come in in that second session. So he's going ham right now. So I'm expecting Dombele to resemble Mo Farah in his, in his prime. Well, I don't see the problem with it. If you're getting paid 20 grand a week, mate, you should stay out there until the lights come back on the next day. Or That's 200 grand a week. Oh, oh exactly. <laughs> what are you moaning about? Do you know what I mean? It's your fitness, it's your career. So, you know, if he wants to put that much time into you... I mean, I watched the um, Tom Brady um, documentary the other day. And, mate, Top athletes train. He's there two hours before um, the other quarterbacks get in and then he still wants to stay afterwards, do you know? 
I was listening to the wide receivers and, you know, and the running back saying, he wants to play catch after training. He's like, my body's on the line. I've been getting smashed and smashed and smashed. And he's saying, well, and the quarterbacks don't get touched, but he's saying, um, he's saying to them, oh, do you want to be great? And they're like, oh my God, Tom's on us again. Let's just do it. And obviously they win Super Bowls. So it becomes easier to G people up to train to that top Ronaldo level, you know, that top level, you know, you need it at the end of the day. You don't have to have all the talent in the world. You just have to be in sport. You have to be, that's the first thing. You have to be super fit, not normal man fit, super fit. Yeah, well, they're supreme athletes. They're not getting paid normal money, so they need no. to be super athletes. They need yeah. to be superhuman at the end of the day. So I make you 100% right there. A hundred percent right, and that means if that means eating no ketchup, if that means having no mayo with your food, then so be it. As, as a sixteen-year-old, I made that sacrifice to not have fizzy drink, to only have brown pasta, um, brown rice, etc. Lean yeah. food. So if I can switch on at sixteen to try and do that, I'm not getting paid two hundred grand a week. I'm not picking on Don Belly here. I'm just speaking of all the players. Yeah. I mean, you can see what's happened with Harry Kane since that ketchup has um, been banned. He's gone and scored seven goals in um, just over 100 minutes of football. Now, he was out of form. I'm not saying he's played himself into form, but I'm happy he's amongst the goals and hopefully he comes back into it with Spurs with the goals. But Conte likes to play 3-5-2 or 3-4-3, but if we focus on the 3-5-2... That means two up front. Lukaku had Lorato uh, Martinez up front with him. Yeah. Son playing closer to Kane. Does that work? Or does Kane operate best as an outright striker? How no, are we going to get the best out of this guy? I think it works. I think we've seen it works. Uh, you know, they're not going to be holding hands. Son's going to be looking for spaces all over the place. And, you know, Harry's going to be looking for spaces all over the place. Um, you know, if we want to see Son play at the top level and keep giving us what he's been giving us for the last few years, for uh, for years to come, you know, we have to change his position. You know, you, you've got to think about it. Ronaldo changed his position. We've got to think about how taxing it is on his body, where he's going to, be, you know, uh, have the most effect for us. And I think, you know, slipping in behind the defender, them two dovetailing, you know, we see they do it. They've done it last season. They was, you know, the top pair last season. I, I don't think. I think it's a no-brainer, really, to be honest. That's got to be scary for a defense if you see Son high with Kane high, and you've got. They both got the ability to run in behind, mm-hmm. right? They're both clever enough to play one twos. Uh, Kane can hold the ball, so he can hold it and slip in. And if they know they've got supply and if they know they've got protection, but most importantly, supply, Kane doesn't have to drop so far deep. He can become that nine and a half, right? The one that just drops five yards slightly um, deeper to receive the ball, look up, play Son in, or one-twos with Son, get a shot off, or even slip in Royale or um, Reguilon. Yeah. So not having to come back to the halfway line, for instance. So I think it works. I think he's clever enough to do it. Yeah. It may not have been natural to him because for so long he's played with a nine for Spurs and, oh, sorry, played as a nine for Spurs and for England. He's never had a partner really for England. Yeah. 
Yeah. Never really had a partner. Although Son's been his pseudo partner. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, he can lay it off, get into that box because we're going to need him and Son getting in the box. We can't just have one player in the box with Reggion bombing down one side and Royal bombing down the other and whipping in crosses. One needs to be far, one needs to be near. Yeah, it's not enough. And I think, do you know what, to be fair, I think he used to do it with Ericsson anyway. They used to be so close to each other with the one-twos and the through balls. And Delhi. Yeah, and, and Delhi as well. I, don't, I think he thrives off of it, you know. I think it's easier for him, as you said, the, the quarters of running are less. You know, if he operates in that space and someone's operating in the 10, there's no space for him to drop so deep to get the ball. Do you know what I mean? Because the game starts for him further up the field when they're attacking. So, for me, I just think... It's what we need right now because obviously we're lacking that um, the amount of attempts and attacking prowess at the moment. So yeah, I think it would be the best system for us. Yeah, I make you right, um, Don Bele in that ten role, but hopefully getting up and down, as I said before, covering the most yards in that role, an even fitter, sustainable um, Don Bele playing there needs to get on to the end of things as well. Get some of those laybacks from Kane and bend the ball around the defender like he likes to do and get on the score sheet more often as well. Five or ten goals or more like eight or ten goals for the season would be great. Um, I mean, not since Bell have we had somebody into double figures since um, other than Kane and Son. Obviously, Delhi did it before. Ericsson did it in that famous season when they all got into double figures and I think double figures assist, or at least three of them had double figure assists. But Bell played a bit part last season and managed to get goals and some assist. He could be available in January. I mean, is he the type of player you would want to get back at Spurs or to get at Spurs? I mean, he, he's the type of player that I would like. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying I want Bill back. If he was going to ask me a, uh, an out and out question, I'd probably say no. Um, I just think we've done that and I know he can get us those goals. Um, and I know he doesn't have to be as fit as everyone else, but I just feel that I'd rather someone we could use as, utilise as much as we wanted to and not have to overly manage them. Like, we have to manage the players anyway. And I think with him, you know, he needs special management. I'm not saying that he doesn't give you something special at the other end. Um, and, you know, we do need those goals. But I just want, I want someone long-term. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, the wages of Bell this season will still be similar to what they were last season. I guess next season he becomes... He's a free agent, right? So I believe he's a free agent, yeah, next season. So it may be different. Um, But I get what you mean. Under Conte, we spoke about work rate. And I just don't know if Bell can constantly give you the work rate in a system that Conte would like to play. No. He's definitely somebody who has quality. We know this. We saw it last season. In the moments he can produce would be a good option off the bench, but is he a good option at the 200 or 300 grand, whatever it is that um, he will be um, paid? And like you say, do we go back third time? Uh, We we like to go back twice. We've done that with about five or six players in recent years, but do we go back a third time? Or do we say, do you know what? It's time to get a Valovic in or somebody else, an Nkuku, or somebody who we can build 
on for the future. We've got enough 28, 29-year-old yeah. attackers and beyond star. on the side. Build another star. It's time to build another star. They're there. They're there to be found. They're there to be worked on. Let's build another star, you know. Um, but bell uh, back with the fans. Bell back with the fans in the stadium. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'd love to see, you know, it would have been really nice to be able to kind of, you know, watch it. But the experiment, you know, look, we can't change moments in time, can we? Whereas myself and yourself would have changed many moments in time. Yeah. Um, we've had to learn to live with them, either create our own moments or watch reruns and enjoy them, you know, for what they are. But, um, yeah, no, nah, as much as I want the goals, there is someone else that could give us double figures in goals somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I just don't feel we need to go back for Bell at that cost. So you don't want to reunite the Welsh Mafia? No. <laughs> I don't even want half of the Welsh Welsh Mafia there in the first place. I can't even get it out because it's just like, you know, I can't believe that they're still there. That was unscripted, but you jumped on the Welsh Mafia. You jumped on Ben Davies. Like, I'm sure that was Ben Davies more than Joe Rodon there. But um, tell me, is it Joe Rodon? Why why has he not been able to feature um, in prominent games for Spurs? Uh, Nuno didn't fancy him. Uh... Mourinho played him but dropped him out. I guess we played a two. Uh, and so far, doesn't seem to be to Conte's liking. But it is early. Yeah, yeah. But what does he have to do to catch a break, this kid? It's a strange one, to be fair. Um, and I think, for me, throughout the squad, I think there's a lot of mentality issues. And I'm not saying that he has the wrong mentality I don't think he believes in himself enough. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. I'm not saying that he's not talented because I think he is talented and I just don't think he believes in himself enough so he doesn't push himself in the right direction enough. I think he feels that he's not a senior player. Um, I think he came to Spurs at a funny time and, you know, it's even like when Pomelo was talking about if he's... If he's good enough, he's old enough. And and I'm saying, yeah, but no. And I, I think, you know, I'd be happy to bring on someone like, you know, Scarlett through a man like Conte than a man like Nuno. Do you know what I mean? If the structure's right, then I believe that these players are uh, in a position to succeed, you know? So for me, Roldan, I think the, the, the setup's there now. And... I think if he's entrusted with games, especially with the fitness, I think we'll see a player in him. I definitely, definitely think we see a player in him. I mean, I don't know why we don't see a player in him now because I think, do you know what it is? Dyer is from Hogwarts and he has done something <laughs> to them lot there. You get what I'm saying? Because some hoodoo, voodoo business, because I don't know how you could look at Roldan and look at Dyer and say, yeah, Dyer kind of you know, ticks all the boxes and Roden ticks none. Because I guarantee you, Roden will win a, a header. You win that header. It, win that header. header. I was just going to come to that header that you're slightly talking about or hinting at. That header in the game against, um, who was it? Uh, in our last Europa Conference League game. Um, Roden wins that header all day. I'm sure of it. Vitesse. I think Dyer has got, as we touched on, I touched on in many pods ago now, that off-the-field maturity, the off-the-field um, connection with the Latin players, with pretty much everyone, and appears to be a leader off the field. Like, great, great club man. 
That's great. I mean, he could work at a canteen. Like, yeah, you know, he gets or motivator. Oh, yeah, be a motivator. I, like, and everyone's going to think this is the hate dire campaign. But you know, like, sometimes we need to move. This is why I'm saying no bell. We need to move past players. Like, I think we've done the experiment with Dyer. I don't think Dyer's going to get any better. Like, and he might... Is, I think the only thing he could do better is decision-making. But that's not going to give him the ups. That's not going to give him the pace. And we can't keep playing deep to compensate for him. Like, and I know there's nowhere for him to go, but he can go Roma or somewhere like that. Do you know what I mean? Just go. Like, I, I just can't... I can't stress it anymore. Him, Davies, them kind of players. If we're rebuilding a squad and Conte's building a squad, he'll have to explain to me in a press conference the reason why he's got Dyer in there. I'm telling you, because if he keeps him and when he rebuilds his squad, then man, they're there. I can't, I can't fathom why they would keep them guys. Ironically, Dyer, Delhi, Kane, Son were players that featured prominently in Pochettino's best sides. Now, Delhi's not quite in the squad at the minute, first 11, but those other three are. And if you were to say to me, which one of those players is the reason we failed to win, failed to get over the line, you could argue Kane in moments, not performed in big games. You could argue Son isn't always as consistent and maybe not as consistent as Kane. But I can guarantee you that there is the biggest argument is for Eric Dyer. He has clearly held us back by playing in defence. Not so much when he played his one season in midfield. He was good there, but he did lack mobility in there, but did split the defenders when he dropped into a three, which allowed the fullbacks to go higher. But, I still think he is the reason why we haven't progressed. I, I think so. I hundred percent think so, man. Like, I don't even want to stick with him too long because it's just like I can think of. I, do, I can't think of many positives for him. To be honest with you, I can only think of negatives, and I don't want it to the the pod to go down that path. So I'm going to leave him now. Now we're going to go down that path in a different way because you mentioned okay. Davies. Yeah. So, you're on Davies. You've been on Davies for a while. Yeah. I'm on Davies. I think Quabner's on Davies. The guy's still there. The guy's actually found a new position in the side. He's actually started the last two games, I believe, in left-sided centre-back. Um, yeah, as I predicted, by the way, because yeah, I knew yeah. Conte would do something crazy. And it's not that crazy, because it's been done before. But Davies, starting left-sided centre-back, talk to me. Why should he be there? Why shouldn't he be there? And I know you don't want him there because you said he should be out of the club, but talk to me. You know, he's played that um, system for his uh, national uh, side for years. We know he can do it. It's not a thing where we know he's he's not hardworking. Um, you know, he doesn't give everything. We know he gives everything, you know. so. But are you telling me that we cannot get another player to play in that position and give 50% more than he's giving? Like he's he's in there and he's not uh, he's not ascending. He's declining. So you know he's not getting any better. At the end of the day, his consistency is his consistency. We're not going to get any more consistency out of him. And I, yes, he took a shot. Sorry, he did take a shot. He did. Yeah, he took a shot. 
but he's not going to turn into a goal scorer, is he, either? Like, you know, like, three, four, five goals a season. It's not going to happen. Like, we need to just rebuild. Like, we need to flush these guys out. The Poch system and the Conte system, what do they have in common? They're a young man's system. They're not an old man's system. That's the truth of the matter. They're a, they favour, I'm not saying old guys, older guys can't play it, but it favours the younger runners, the ones that could get to maximum fitness, have youthfulness, and that is not Davies and Dyer. Not at all. Yeah, I, I find Davies so intriguing, even more intriguing than Dyer. He's lasted the test of time. Everyone's gone to him at some point. Um, I think I actually like him a bit more than I like Dyer because I think he knows his limitations and I think yeah. he just is happy to be out there, whereas Dyer actually thinks he's better than he is. Yeah. Um, although I would like to see Dyer take free kicks over Kane, just saying, um, yeah. when he's on the pitch, of course. But yeah, I mean, Davies is still there. He scored for Wells the other day as well. Just and that was his first international goal. Yeah. And he's played quite a few games. I don't I know how many caps he's got, years, but he's played quite a few games. How many years has he been playing international football? A good few years. Um but we do need goals from our fullbacks. He played centre back in that game, I think alongside Rodon. But I do think we need goals from our fullbacks um to support our forwards. And yeah. they are pseudo wingers in the Conte system especially when we're on top so Davies got one from centre back so it's a shout out to you guys Royale I need you to see you popping up on the far post winning headers getting in doing almost dare I say a Mac Doherty in his Wolves day but better and Reggie you're getting chances you've got to find the back of the net just hit it true listen it's all confidence it's all fitness it's all uh, system the minute that the system is clicking, we will see those guys get goals. And I'm not saying, no, you can't, you can't nick a head of the here and there. But once they're confident in that system and that system's working, they will pop up and get goals. I think, uh, what's the last game? Who's the last game we played? Um, a league game. Yeah, league game. It was Everton. Yeah. At the far post, Regalon should have scored. I don't know what he's doing on his back like he was stretching for that ball. Get there, he's, side foot volley. Exactly, but that was all confidence, all belief. Do you know what I mean? Just make it. And a fitter him would have been there, a more confident him would have been there, and he would have actually used uh, the finesse. You know, like he would have actually finesse that ball into the goal. Alonso, like, dare I say, exactly. Chelsea. It wasn't a very hard thing to do. Even if you just got it on target for me, that would have been enough. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I could see them scoring goals. But it's all about the confidence. It's all about the confidence. It's all about the fitness and it's all about the system. So, um, I have no doubts. I mean, if Doherty can score for Wolves, how could he not score for Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, he's another one in decline. <laughs> Very bad decline. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we have covered a lot. It's international break. Yeah. Um, some negatives or some actual positives, I should say. Ketchup's out. Mayo's out. Double sessions are in. Running in the dark's also in. We're still unbeaten under Conte. Kane has scored seven goals in 100 minutes of international football. And I don't care if it's against minnows of world football. They all do it. They all pad, um, pad or stat pad. 
and he is now on course to become the record goal scorer for country and club. Kane is back, dare I say it. We have to smile. Surely, good times are ahead. So, I'm going to say it's been fabulous being me, and Lero's been fabulous having you. Thank you. Nice to be here. I don't know what Quabner says at the end, apart from follow us on sh- at ShelfPod, on the socials, especially Twitter, because it's wild on Twitter. I'm going to give you something wild to speak about tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, rate us and review us on all the pod site, podcast websites, especially iTunes, because that's where we got the rankings. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being you, and we'll continue to do us. Lero, do what you do. When the show side, when the show side, when the show side, talking. When the show side, when the show side, when the show side,